Okay. <clears throat> Podcast 111. I think it's 111. This is the only time this is ever going to happen until we get to 222. <laughs> when we get to 333, that's going to be an interesting episode because theoretically that's beyond the number of Adventure Time episodes that exist. Theoretically at this point, but I think that it could happen. Right. Oh, we'll we'll get there. I just yeah. don't know what it's going What's gonna to happen? be. What's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Um, let's start up 111 though. Let's fire him off. I think this is 111. I, I haven't edited. Close enough. I haven't edited 110 yet, but I'm pretty sure that's what we were, we were on, even though you labeled the file that I just checked as 108. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is 111. Okay. I just checked. Okay, great. Yeah, I don't know. 111. Here we go. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> Adventure guy. Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. Here we are, recording episode 111, confirmed, <laughs> of Adventure Guys. I'm Nick the Human. <laughs> I'm Eric the Human. <laughs> I want to make sure we did that. I couldn't remember. Okay. Yeah. That's what that's the kind of mental state I'm in. Every 20 seconds, let's just check in, make sure we, <laughs> we've introduced ourselves. And we're both humans still. Yeah. I think we are. How are you doing? We've talked a bunch before this. Yeah, I'm doing all right. This is like week two of van life for me. I'm feeling wild. Oh yeah, did you did you go into van life on here? You should go into it right now. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I live in my van. Yeah, it's free in Brooklyn. You don't have to tell where it is, but yeah, it's uh, it's the only way I could think of to not pay rent in Brooklyn. I've got to come see it. I know you've got a good setup in there. You've got a bed. Don't worry about Eric. He has a place to sleep. Yeah, a whole ass bed. Yeah, it's my setup is good. It could be better, but I'm not sure I want to make it better. Yeah, I think having it be functional but not 100% desirable pushes me to get out there into the world and accomplish more things. At some point, you're like, all right, it's time to get out of this van. <laughs> yeah, like you're not, you don't got like a hot plate, a TV rig, no, uh, like decorations, no, yeah, but it is functional. I gotta come see it. And does it feel safe? Yeah. I've installed lots of security measures to protect everything. Yeah. So I definitely feel safe and secure. Don't mess with Eric. Yeah. Nice. And there's some other people that do it in Brooklyn. There's a lot of people. Yeah. There's a whole community. I haven't interacted with the Williamsburg Van Alley so much yet, but I might go over there and check it out, see what's see what's going on. But you could. It could come soon. They're more active in the summer, so we'll cool. see. That's coming. Well, I'm glad for you. You you did monitors for pigeons playing ping pong. Yeah, epic three night run at Brooklyn Bowl. Uh, it was yeah. So the biggest shows that we've had at the venue since New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. uh, three nights in a row sold out shows. Last time that happened was Go Goldberg for New Year's. Yeah, big band, um, big jam band. If you haven't heard it, but I good good review from you. Um, you know, yesterday. I mean, you're going to be hearing this now further in the future, but uh, Sean was doing monitors for Knocked Loose at Coachella. 
Um, I hope you watch some of that. That's definitely going to be a topic of conversation when he comes back on. Yeah. Is that so? We watched the live stream. Yeah. As it was happening, is that YouTube video still up? The whole live stream isn't, but they but they've been putting up videos from each set, not each set, but a lot of the sets onto here. Let's see if they have one from Knock Loose Up yet. Um, it is going sort of viral because Billie Eilish was standing like 15 feet or less, like 10 feet from Sean, <laughs> like really right next to him while he, right next to the monitor, de- uh, the monitor desk. The Digico Quantum 338. Amazing desk. Which uh, Sean texted Eric and I as he had some problems with it uh, as it was happening. <laughs> I love that we got to be a part of it. Okay, I'm not seeing the knocked loose set up yet, but it doesn't mean it won't be up. Yeah, as as he was sending us those updates, I was like walking on Delancey Street. Yeah, <laughs> just I had just crossed over the Williamsburg Bridge. Oh yeah, so Eric yesterday went on an epic walk. Yeah, you know, I after basically the last year of being in Brooklyn, working and living, I always said I wanted to just walk across the bridge just yeah. to, to get into Manhattan. And I haven't ever had a time to do it. I had a free day yesterday and I was, I was thinking of staying just like downtown, but I walked all the way up to Midtown. I walked up to Times Square to go to the uh, Midtown comics. How was it? It was cool. Did you pick up anything? I did. I got volume one of Head Lopper. Head Lopper. What is that? Uh, oh, I have it with me. Oh yeah. Bring it out. Hey, Adventure Guys Book Club. <laughs> Adventure Guys Book Club. Yeah, play, play that theme song. You can learn something new today. You expand your mind the old-fashioned way. Adventure Guys Book Club. Uh, Headlopper by Andrew McLean and Mike Spicer. You'll see the art style looks pretty reminiscent of Adventure Time. Wow, it does. Looks cool. And yeah, it was recommended to me. Uh, by the guy Action City Comics uh-huh. um, here in Greenpoint. In Greenpoint. He, uh, he asked what I was into. This was a while back. He asked what I was into. And I said Adventure Time. Oh, because I, I was looking for some Adventure Time comics uh-huh. and they didn't have any. And he's like, oh, you know what would be really cool if you like Adventure Time is Head Lopper. And then they didn't have it. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, we're, we're out of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been on a little bit of a mini quest to find... Uh, the headlopper trades and uh, if anywhere would have it it's you know midtown comics in times square so yeah i picked up volume one i haven't cracked it open yet uh but it's got great reviews it seems to be kind of an under the radar title but um anything i've seen about it says that like yo if you are into pendleton ward this is a great comic to read nice um very excited to hear more from it i want to maybe i'll read it after um yeah eric eric was a guy who used to do a lot of long walks we did a couple in uh in college i was back at university of delaware i remembered when we walked really long one night oh yeah like miles and miles um <laughs> to go to taco bell that was closed is that what it was yeah we were we were kind of drunk yeah and i guess what well, this was like 2010 yeah and i didn't have a smartphone I couldn't look up whether Taco Bell was open or not. It just not. seemed like it should be open. Yeah, right. It felt that way. Yeah. It to to a to a college students on a Saturday night. Yeah. 
it felt like Taco Bell was supposed to be available. Yeah, 1 a.m. It's like going to be open. Yeah. Um, but we got Wawa instead. Yeah. I don't even know if we actually made it or if we were just like, fuck, this is too long. Uh, so, you know, we walked to Taco Bell. It was definitely closed. And then we walked further to get to Wawa. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought Wawa was on the way for some reason. Okay. Nice. And then we walked back. Um, so it's in there. Maybe this is where the, the, the love of touring got started. You're just like, I just want to go. I, yeah, I kind of just like, like putting myself in extreme situations. Yeah. It's like, how far can I make it? <laughs> I like that. I remember you inspired me. I did that. In uh, when I got home, when I did like a really long walk, maybe like a 15, 20 mile walk once from my house to the mall. And it was really fun. Like go on like an eight hour walk yeah. with a couple friends I, somewhere tw- really far. 20 miles seems like a really long distance. Yeah. So it probably wasn't that far. Yeah. Uh, the, the first time I did a long walk was with uh, our buddy Jack Good from Stop the Presses. Yes. We walked from the south shore of Long Island to the north shore. I remember that. I remember talking to you about it, and I was like, so where did you go, and then where did you end up? And it, you were like, well, we just got like a piece of pizza or something. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, we didn't have like smartphone GPS or anything like that. Um, we started from our hometown in Wantaw, which is on the south shore, and we just walked north. We just took the roads that went north until we hit <laughs> the long island sound oh my god <laughs> we just stopped at whatever restaurants were along the way to pick up some snacks and stuff and we just did it i think we were 19 how long did it take you all day yeah um it was i think we were just shy of 20 miles like we found like a like a one of the like thinner routes like where where long yeah. island is at its thinnest um but yeah it took all day we didn't really have a schedule or anything that's fun <laughs> yeah and at that point i was working in delis and stuff so i was used to being on my feet but i remember like a friend of mine like wasn't and he got so torn up um that's so cool i love it i just looked at my walk it, it looks like it was around probably around 14 miles maybe 13 <clears throat> so that's no, pretty good no slouch, but I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure i walked about 10 miles yesterday wow I walked down to the Williamsburg Bridge up to Times Square. Um, then I walked over to Hudson Yards. Dude, and in New York, it just catches up yeah. with you. And then I went all the way back this a similar route. Like, how many steps is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't keep track of steps. Is it on your phone? Do you have an iPhone? It'll uh, say it on there. I have, well, it might be on my loner yeah. iPhone that I've had for the last month. Yeah, pull it up. The, I would love to see how many steps it was. I mean, I haven't activated any of that. I don't know if you need to. I think it just goes. Where would it be? So now you go into your health app. Health. Yeah. This isn't an app like I intuitively knew about or like someone showed to me. Where would this even be? Health. Health. Okay. You could also search for it. Oh, there it is. It's the heart down there. Oh, okay. I've never opened this before. It says my mom's name on it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you could set it up to be you or not. You could just say no. Let's see if it was tracking you. It might have already been. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now click steps and go to go here, go to a week. <laughs> that was yesterday. Yeah. 41,000 steps. 
holy shit, dude. 41,000. That is some of the most steps I've ever heard of someone. Like, I had a friend recently who was like, dude, I hit like 23,000 steps. I was like, you're a maniac. All right, 21,000 steps. If you click on it further, it might tell you how far you went. Um. Yeah. I. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at all this data now. Yeah. It really fucked up my averaging. I guess. Yeah. Um, so what? It says today I've walked eighty four hundred steps. Yeah. Um, and that seems pretty typical. I'm in the eight to nine thousand range for most days. That's good. You know, they say ten thousand, and you're like you're getting some shit done. Yeah. Just and that's just like walking between Williamsburg and Greenpoint. Yeah. Uh, but 41,000 steps. It says it here. It's going to be 17 to 20 miles on Corn Google. Is it saying there? I don't know where to find that. I don't know if it actually tells you. It doesn't actually. Shit. All right, well. That's interesting. I guess I, I've never looked at this data. That's interesting that it records it. Yeah. Um, the last month I've done 10,000 on average. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think <laughs> it was like 10 miles that I, that I walked because it seemed like from the Williamsburg Bridge to Times Square is like four. And I did that there and back plus to the Williamsburg Bridge plus just some other walking around. Wow. So I, <laughs> I, um, I'm thinking it was more. I'm thinking you went at least 15. Dang. Yeah, that's good. Keeping Eric nice and uh, in shape and slender. <laughs> Walking, they do say, is a low key good way to like stay in shape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely feel like, um, days that I don't walk, like days that I'm just like standing, like working at the venue, for example, like in the booth. Yeah the following day my back will hurt but if i'm moving if i'm walking a lot more then it then it, it doesn't hurt nice so i don't know that's good anyway we're old yeah <laughs> i gotta go for a good walk um i don't know dude old people young people aren't walking forty one thousand steps i mean i was definitely tired yeah like <laughs> of course but still i'm just i'm letting you know that's that's a pretty good a pretty good activity and you know i didn't uh i didn't sit down or take a break at any point when i when i crossed over the the bridge coming back home i stopped to sit down at domino park just for like 20 minutes just to like read a little bit but the whole excursion i was moving (laughs) yeah i was definitely tired afterwards (laughs) nice sweet um well, I'm tired now, <laughs> so we should talk about Adventure Time before we lose steam. Okay. Episode discussion. Okay, we watched season two, episode eight. Yep. Crystals have power. Crystals have power. The second Tree Trunks episode. The, the, the episode that makes her more into a fixture instead of a one-off. Right. Is it, it's not really clear whether there was ever a planned Tree Trunks reappearance, right? But maybe the character was just so popular from the one-off season one episode. Yeah. They wanted to bring her back. That's a good, I was going to save that for a miscellaneous mania, 
because that I mean that is immediately what you what you think of. Um, I I like to think that I, I think that it was due to um, right because I think it was it was really it was about fan reaction and people being like who was that character and then they did this and I'm gonna hear that it was like um, it was a super popular and well received episode because her first appearance is in an eponymous titled ep- yeah episode. yeah so like it seems like and it was so early right with season, yeah. season one episode four uh-huh. so it seems like they like they just created tree trunks to be a random thing and like let's make the episode about this random tree trunks and call it tree trunks and then yeah. and then she turned into a, a recurring character yeah that's really what it, it, it seems like right because like what like season one episode f- five or something or yeah. six is the jiggler and it, and it's just like the jiggler yeah. that appears ra- as a random thing in the episode, but doesn't is not a recurring back. character. I doubt they had a plan um, at this time. So it's nice. It's nice to see her back. Obviously, I love her because she is so wild. I mean, she has more longevity than something like the jiggler, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Um, and boy, after this episode, does she get a whole life going? <laughs> um, but off the bat, she's always been about being sexy. Yeah, which is which is odd. Um, she she want at the, at the end of this episode she wants to get sexy with Finn. It's in her true desire. Um, which is I'm glad it doesn't happen. That I mean, so this is also like an early trope of the show is that a lot of female characters sort of fawn over Finn, and it seems like that gets phased out. Or turns into like Finn is just popular, and people yeah. just think he's cool. That's and that's a way better version of it, right? Because he is cool. Yeah. Um, but like, as you get to know Tree Trunks, like her and she, her and Finn wouldn't get along like that. No, I don't, they're not made to be like that. She's also like a grandma, and Finn is at the beginning of the, the series, like what thirteen? Yeah. Yep, but he is a tough boy. I think it's something they say at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, um, they're gonna, or they're gonna have a tough guy contest, is what it is. Um, and and then you know they're doing a series of things, and then Jake just takes it too far, and he kind of hurts Finn. And Finn's not really mad about it; he's more just hurt and goes lay down. And Jake feels guilty. This is sort of what the episode is about. Yeah, uh, and now we're obviously preoccupied with tree trunks, but that's not a reveal until much later in the episode. The episode is about Jake's struggle with pacifism. Yep. (laughs) And when to know when to channel his inner rage or not channel it. Um, and specifically like his emotion, like he feels that he gets out of control and hurts people. And he has this flashback to when he was a kid and he was like messing around with boxing gloves with his brother and his brother's knocked out and he tells his dad, like, I'm sorry I got out of control and hurt my brother. And he goes, does he say what does he say? Like, that's awesome. You should do that. He's like, I don't want to hurt people. He's like, too bad you're gonna hurt people. He's like, not being able to control your emotions and lashing out is what makes you like a a great guy, like just like me. And you're like, oh my god. Yeah, Joshua has never been great with advice. Uh, there's always like a weird, and that becomes recurring throughout the series. Is Joshua has. Like ultimately his message is good and 
wholesome and parental, but it's like, it's always said in like such a weird way. And yeah. Uh, and Jake and Finn usually get twisted up about it somehow. Totally. It's also, it's also weird because Joshua is dead when the series starts. We only ever see flashbacks yeah. or like these ghostly apparitions or whatever. Ghost dad, he calls him. Yeah. So <clears throat> we only ever see Finn and Jake and Jake in particular interact with, with him as like, a specter yeah like i mean they're they're like trying to like wrestle with the, his legacy and like what he passed on to them as as his kids uh and like living up to his expectations or or or, or disappointing what they think joshua would you know would have thought about them like it's it, it's always a complicated relationship but we've never seen them actually together we only we only pick up after they died and we don't yeah. we even really really ever get the information how they did die this is always like a contentious relationship. We never find out, do we? No. That's odd. That's an odd decision. I never thought about that. Having it be mysterious is a, it's definitely a, like a powerful narrative decision. Yeah. But also like, I don't think, I don't think there would be a satisfying way to like yeah. talk about how they died without it, without it becoming like an impetus for some sort of like yeah. direction. Like having fin- the lich killed their parents or something yeah it's like you'd have to find a story way and then that would dominate so much of finn and jake's motivation throughout the series and like we don't want to have to be involved in in like this this you know like sins of the father type storylines kind of thing you know just having it be ambiguous frees up the characters to do a lot more interesting things and take different paths yeah i like it um but yeah but they're there and and then Jake proclaims he's never going to hurt anyone again. Which is a funny Jake thing to do. He just has this epiphany that he needs to make an entire life change. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's a very Jake kind of spur of the moment decision. Mm-hmm. But, but it is a noble one. It's nice. It shows his character. Um, And in the next, I guess like Finn just sleeps it off and goes to bed. And come and it's like not the next day. And the next day, Jake is down there. He's just like a blob now. He's like really soft and big. And he's like, I'm gonna be a pacifist. And then the crystals that we forgot to mention that those crystals just showed up on their doorstep. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to figure it out. They remember about Tree Trunks dying, which kind of is not a great memory. And then the next day they start rattling and then a dimension opens. And they come to take Finn, and Jake just sort of sits there. It goes in with them, but like is determined now to not like just use his stretchy powers to fuck him up. Right. There are so many episodes I'm realizing now that have Finn in sort of whatever conflict that is typical of these characters. And yet he needs Jake's help to, yeah, to just like do his thing. Yeah. He, he needs Jake to be overpowered and just like solve the problem. And Jake won't or can't for some reason. And the reason may be arbitrary. It may be actually plot related, but there's always a reason for Jake not to get involved and just solve the problem immediately. Right. This is something we've talked about because stretchy powers are such a low key, amazing power that could solve just so many situations. Right. So very often, the thing that nerfs Jake is just a, a choice that he makes. Yep. And the choice can be very different. This might be the the first time in the series we see him do that. Maybe. 
but he's like he sidelines himself for the reason of he doesn't want to hurt people he thinks pacifism is the way to go now and this is a nice one because it's like a character thing it's better than um what's the one the one we did with dave lucas mo, the with the latin title uh um motor empire or whatever with the fight king oh yeah and that's the one where he's like concerned about what is he doing digging a hole or doing a luau or what is it isn't it something fucking insane he, he wants to keep morale up oh yeah so he's yeah he's doing these activities that he thinks will just be good for the the team morale um and then there's other episodes where he's like too lazy that's yeah. that's kind of a common bent otherwise so many problems would just get solved right away <laughs> yeah I never thought about that either. That definitely is part of this. Yeah. So those, these like, it's like these crystal guards, like um, henchmen or like whatever cops have come and they're going to put him and they're going to turn him into a, a crystal. Yeah. They remind me, did you ever watch uh, Frisky Dingo on Adult Swim? Uh, I've, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah. They're the Exticles and these guys talk like them and, and act like the Exticles where they're like really funny, dumb henchmen. Um, <laughs> It was a very good show. Uh, pre the pre Archer show, right? Yeah it it never really seemed like my kind of humor. I like it even more like than like Archer. early Adult Swim kind of stuff. Never really caught me. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's the best of the. I don't know. I mean, I just have a soft spot in my heart, but I just loved Frisky Dango. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, they're there, and Jake is like. <laughs> Not like he's basically like going through all these soft ways. Like first he's using conversation, then he's like slapping them lightly on the face and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty funny. What else is in here? Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I, oh, the 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 funniest part through all of this was, or not funniest, but just like the most adventure time, where he's trying all this stuff and his dad reappears. He's like, "Come on, Jake, lose control, hit him." And he's like, no, I don't want to. And he's yelling at him and he starts crying and runs away. And the guard's like, holy shit, did you guys see that? <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, man, that was fucking weird. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Finn's like, don't make fun of him. He, he's ha- he has problems. Everyone has problems sometimes. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> but I just love that he did have problems. And then Finn's immediately sticking up for him. Yeah, even though like it's really inconveniencing Finn at the moment. Yeah, like putting his entire life in jeopardy. Um but yeah, so as as many times as Jake <clears throat> basically refuses to help out, Finn never gets frustrated with Jake. No, because he sees what's going on. Yeah. Also, I just have to imagine you get into these situations a bunch of times and then you're just sort of like used to it. Right. Like it, it does come to a head in that Fight King episode and you see... Yeah, Finn sort of sort of deal with it, but every, but in an in as non confrontational a way as he can, but in every other episode, like it's it's always just sort of accepted that like Jake is not utilizing the full extent of his powers, and I think, and you know, going back to the the thing that sort of sets off this episode is Finn is probably a little insecure about how strong Jake is, yeah, and how he can beat him at anything at any time, yeah. So all the scenarios where Finn is basically like on his own, he probably doesn't mind because it probably pumps him up a little bit to know that he, he can like engage in the battle while Jake is, you know, dealing with (laughs) extraneous bullshit. Yep. That's a good point. Um, 
and it, it and honestly in this one it goes so far though that <laughs> finn turns fully into a crystal person yeah like he's totally there um so he go, it's not like he he comes back from the brink i actually kind of like that they go all the way there like jake fully failed yeah um and it, yeah and, and it's the funny part is when the henchmen guys are like, well, there's nothing he can do now. So yeah, sure. Let's let, let, let in. They're like, it's not the big deal. He looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, he goes in and then this is where tree trunks is revealed yeah. and comes up. Now she has been cortized. Is that what they're saying? Cortis, cortization, cortisation. Or her new name is Quartzion the crystal. Quartzion the crystal queen. Yeah, once she ate the apple, she went through a dimension and became the ruler um, in this amazing, amazing um, <clears throat> montage. And um, yeah, and she comes up and, and right, and she went in and all of the crystal people and the henchmen loved her and wanted to like have sex with her. <laughs> and she's over there and they come and they're like, oh my God, I love you, I love you. And she goes, your love is not enough. <laughs> and then zaps them out of existence. So that particular line, we were just talking about what song was that? Oh, the Andy Schaff. No, uh, uh, wasted my love ben, on ben, you. Ben Gibbard. Oh yeah, yeah. Ben Gibbard uh, has a song about that. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It's on Transatlanticism, uh, where he talks about um, uh, she she loves him, but it doesn't mean a thing to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had a songwriting conversation and we were talking about lyrics for the episode. I was like, this is good pod talk. Um, I forget if it's Tiny Vessels. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Tiny Vessels. Yeah, when she said that line, that's why I looked at you like, oh. Yeah. She's she's beautiful, but it doesn't mean a thing to me. That's what it is. Okay. She is beautiful, but she don't mean a thing to me. Um, That's funny. Yeah. And then she, but she got them to bring Finn there because she wants a sexy king, sexy crystal king. Uh, so uncomfortable. And then he says, you've gone bananas. And she goes, it's not nice for the king to call the queen bananas. <laughs> that was a great shot. Yeah. We're like, it shows this insane flying crystal elephant who's, who's much oversized at this point. Huge, huge. Yeah. And so you see like the big scene of her, like in the air and Finn's looking up at her. And when it says bananas, the the shot zooms in on her face. It's hilarious. Yeah. So funny. Um, and, uh, and then this is where Jake needs to, to step up. And, and this is the moment then where he gets the apparition of his dad. And now he's joined by her brother, Jermaine. Um, and Jermaine isn't dead. Jermaine's just, having this apparition at the same time and now he's been involved in it. Right. That's what he says, which is amazing logic. <laughs> like he's sleeping and is involved in the same. Um, yeah. He's not dead. He's just having the same vision as Jake. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, and I think that happens, uh, different points in the show it, that, sh- uh, the episode abstract, I think that, happens in there yeah something like that um but this is an early Jermaine, and who is it voiced by in this episode because it's definitely john not, dimaggio it seemed like it was a, like an alternate john dimaggio thing but yeah it was definitely not tom sharpling 
Yeah, that comes later. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he lets him know that, like, oh, we were just horsing around. It was fine. And his dad goes, he goes, yeah, but you told me that I was going to hurt people. He goes, like, what did he say? Hurt people that deserve it. Yeah, you got to let me finish, son. Yeah. <laughs> Which is insane because he di- he didn't finish it back then. <laughs> um, And then how do, how do they solve it? Oh, Jake kicks and, Tree Trunk's stomach. Yeah, then he just gets violent and boots her in the tummy. <laughs> and everything's fine. Yeah, oh. she spits out the crystal apple. She goes down normal size where she's just like, she's really, really little yeah. and, and cute and plump and fragile. She apologizes and starts flirting with Finn and says that when they get back home, it's going to be apple pie time. Yeah. And they have this amazing uh, song um, called Apple Pie, auto-tuned vocals. And they go, <laughs> they go through the, uh, here it is. And they go, they go flying through the portal that's now been opened by the apple. And she's embarrassed. She she knew she was. <laughs> Seven seconds. Early use of auto tune. Yeah. In in the first couple seasons, we've we've mentioned that, but yeah, it it doesn't persist throughout the series unfortunately no but i really like it um autotune is always funny yeah unfortunately for tom DeLong. oh yeah <laughs> yeah that was weird i could tell if that was a like a conscious decision or a fuck up well i mean they definitely had to At be Coachella. like like we're using autotune like yeah. this is the thing but it's but it doesn't sound good it sounds funny it's like what the yeah. fuck is this happening yeah it's like we finally get tom back in the band and no, now he sounds like John Feldman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but worse. <laughs> or even Skiba, like auto tune so hard. Yeah. Um oh, fuck. My I've been switching my phones and now my old phone just turned on has all the text on it. I guess it's because of my SIM card, right? Yeah. So then all of a sudden I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it's like I was like, oh no, like <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it's been hours of the new phone sitting up. Ah, this shit's confusing. <laughs> Not really. I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> um, did you see a snail? Yes, I saw the snail. Did you see the snail, Nick? No. Where was it? It was in the treehouse when the crystal started glowing. Ah, fuck. I got so distracted by the glowing crystal. I actually visualized that whole scene. That's a great place for the snail to be. Mm-hmm. That shot and framing. Damn it. Well, congratulations, Eric. One second. One second. I'm sorry. Congratulations. Um, hey, if you're enjoying this right now, give us five stars whenever Apple uh, or Spotify or whatever podcast app you're listening to. Um, I demand it. Just do it right now. Five stars. Um, even if you've already done it, just do it again. Make sure. When's the last time you gave a five star review to anything? Um, I did it on Yelp for a business that I liked and I had been loyal to for years. Like maybe some of these podcast listeners. 
I did for my, yeah, my person started their own uh, hair salon and I gave it five stars. Was that recently? That was last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gave a five-star review on Google to the place I got my van inspected at a couple of weeks ago. Wow. They did uh, you that good. Sunrise Tire and Auto Repair. They specifically asked for a review on Google. And yeah, I mean, most times you have to ask for that review or people aren't going to do it. Yeah. And you know what? I liked it. Bet it was, it was, they're not the regular place that I go to. They're like an alternate place. And uh, now they're going to be my regular place. I love it. Because they're just better than the, the other spot I was going to. So good. So it means a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, please, please. I'm see there there is one person who did it on Audible. You're a, you're a king. There's 30 reviews on <clears throat> Spotify, 25 on Apple. Uh so let's get those numbers up a little bit. No one's reviewed us this year yet on Apple, which is kind of weird. 2023. Um so please, please do it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh can we put like a link to like write a review somewhere hmm. i don't know if you, how to do that because I'll, I'll tell you like you got to do the legwork for people like it <laughs> sunrise tire and auto repair yeah they they, they they sent me a text message uh oh he he asked he's like hey uh like in person when i picked up my keys he's like would you mind writing us a review uh, i can send you a text request for it i was like yeah sure so they sent a text with the link. I just clicked the link. It took me right right there to my Google account. Five stars. Amazing. Yep. It was easy. Yeah. Well, I guess usually you should be doing whatever you're listening to this on, be it Apple or Spotify or Audible, you can do it in the app. I don't know. Let's figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's make that link as available as it can be. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, it's the end of the ad section. I'm not even going to ask about donations this time. <laughs> okay. Time for miscellaneous mania. Yep. There's things you may not know. Eric and Nick will show you all the trivia and We got lots of good ones on this. Um, I feel like the trivia from earlier episodes is more interesting. And yeah, they're figuring it out. Cole Sanchez and Jesse Moynihan. And most notably, this is the first Jesse Moynihan episode. Yep. There it is. Lots of Jesse Moynihanisms. <laughs> Just right from, off the like, bat. The, the Crystal Henchman guys. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Totally. Um, this is the first episode we learn about that Finn and Jake have a brother named Jermaine. Yeah, it seems like again they're introducing sort of a uh, just a side character as like a random thing, and yeah. it gets picked up and they run with it later on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they didn't have a voice actor picked out for that character. It'd be interesting to learn when Jermaine's next or real first real appearances. Yeah, with Tom Sharpling. Yeah, I get another look. Um, Joshua's confirmed to be dead in this episode, so I guess. That was the first. Yeah. So I guess, so Frederator Studios had said like, you know, off camera, like, oh yeah, Finn and Jake's parents are dead. But this was the first on screen 
like acknowledgement of that. Yeah. The next Germain isn't until Jake the Dad. When is that? In season five, episode six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it takes a second. Um, hold on. So Jake says this thing about Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Which is silly. It makes sense syntactically, <laughs> but it doesn't mean anything. If I had a penny for every time someone went crazy, hopped up on magic energy, I'd be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, okay, we all know the Abraham Lincoln references. to That goes back to the original animated short. Um, Jesse Moynihan, in particular, followed that storyline with Abraham Lincoln being the king of yeah. Mars. Like, you know, he took that as far as it could go. Now, it says, though, that this is a reference... To the climax of the previous episode? Yeah. So what happened? What was the episode right before this? And Sons of Mars. Okay. I'm opening it up. It's Power Animal. It's not finding Lincoln. I'm not seeing anything mentioned about Abraham Lincoln. Maybe they're just m- meaning that someone went crazy, hopped up on magical energy. Yeah. Yeah, Party God is here. Party God. Is that the uh, the wolf head? The flying wolf head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems he's straight out of regular show i know well regular show has uh adam pally's character oh yeah party horse yeah yeah that's probably what i'm thinking of yeah well i mean that came after party god <laughs> so I, I don't know how they negotiated that whole thing i love adam pally <laughs> all right well, there you go um what was the last episode to air in 2010 fuck we are getting old Mm. Anything else you want to talk about? They're referencing an old Marvel comic, the saga of Crystar, Crystal Warrior. That's a deep cut. I don't, I have no idea what that is, but I guess it's cool that they knew they were doing a Crystal episode and they found something to reference. Yeah. Um. Oh, I guess Jake is supposed to be imitating. Fedzik from um, the Princess Bride, when oh. he's when he gets all big and he's starting to talk funny. <laughs> I didn't catch that, but either I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen the Princess Bride. That's like a big hole for Dang. me in the movie. It, it holds up. That's what I've heard. I need to watch it. Cult classic. Uh, the book was really good too, and actually, the book is very different from the movie, um, in ways that like. The movie is great and the book is great in different ways. Yeah. Cool. I'm into it. I would ask more questions, but I don't want to spoil it for myself. Yeah. It's uh, the book. It's uh, written by William Golding. Is that the author? I think Um, the book is written in a very interesting style where it's like the author is like um, framing it in like a fictionalized version of the real world as in, and he's like, and he's sort of, uh, it's it's really satirical. It's not nearly as, uh, like the movie is not nearly as uh, like satirical. It doesn't comment on things the way the book does. Um, it's very interesting. Worth a read. If you're a fan of just like fiction and storytelling. Yeah. Cool. I mean, the movie's a classic. You got to see the movie. I will. 
Look here. Um, anything? I'm not seeing anything else in here. You don't want to go over all the errors that everyone made? I was reading some of them and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> take yeah, a lot I was of listening about you. Princess Bride, but also I was reading some of that shit and just like, I don't know. Um, it could be now. I'm really tired. We could go down the rabbit hole, or we could, or I could spare you this week. <laughs> we don't need to. Okay, I'll spare you this week. I'll spare the listeners, maybe. Hey, crystals have how we, we're just gonna find a bunch of stuff that us, we already looked at. Like, no, dude, there's gonna be some fun crystal shit on there. <laughs> I want to know if you like uh, um, um, down the rabbit hole where we go on YouTube and just find random video stuff i think it's a masterful section that should remain for time for years to come eric seems to be think that it's just us fucking around on youtube and doesn't make for good podcasting um i would love input because i think there's a lot of uh uh, merit to both sides um yeah see the science behind healing i did anyway the science behind (laughs) healing crystals explained by dr david hamilton um i don't know i'm just saying oh yes he you know i don't know a lot of shit about crystals five reasons you got one um anyway we won't we won't do it today but there's lots of crystal content on the internet oh this one's black and white look how old this looks the fuck are they talking about uh uh-oh we're doing it how what that, dude, look how old this is. Oh, come on, Tom Brady. I don't give a shit. This is a downside. I don't pay for you. Do you pay for YouTube? Fuck no. Neither do I. I had a friend last week who was like, why don't you pay for YouTube? Now, this one particular frequency is called the natural resonance frequency. All right, there's, a, there's like a dude from the military in the 50s talking about crystals, energies, vibrations, and frequencies. That's interesting to me. This is like the dude from Twin Peaks. Um, um, anyway, I'll let, I'll leave it there. Let's find an episode for next week. I won't. God, I want to go in deeper, but. <laughs> what are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? Is that you? Oh, we did that. Should we do it again? I mean, this is maybe my favorite episode of the series. We did it with Sean a long time ago. I know. I want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to do. <clears throat> if we do that one again, we got to do it again with Sean. Okay. Well, okay. Spin it again. Okay. 125. The suitor. Uh, do I think we did do that? I think we did. Is this the uh, Brocco? Is this the one with Brocco? Yeah, yeah, we did this. Both Jesse Moynihan episodes. Yeah, <clears throat> two forty-two. High strangeness. <laughs> Let's save that for my birthday. <laughs> what about something in season one? I got one twelve. The Inchiridion, or oh hey, here's one. Ricardio the Heart Guy. Shut Number up. Seven. <laughs> We got to save the anchor rating for a special one because that's like the actual pilot. Right. <clears throat> 112 is what we got. Mystery Dungeon. Did uh, we do that one? I think we did that one. I don't think we did. Maybe it's just one I watched. <gasps> oh, th- it's this one with the B Squad. Yeah. 
Are you sure we didn't do this? We did not do it yet. That's a good episode. We've talked about it. It's going to be a good one. Cool. Mystery Dungeon. That's uh, season... What? Oh, shit. I didn't... Oh. Uh, season one, episode seven. No. No. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, season five, episode eight. Mystery Dungeon. Season five, episode eight. Okay. And that's a Jesse Moynihan episode with Akko Castuera. Yes. Let's do it. And maybe I'll edit last week's episode and this one, this episode also. Yeah. Not get behind on it. I've just been forgetting. I've been living in the moment, being irresponsible. I love it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Cool. I'm going to take my laptop out to the park with headphones and edit a podcast episode. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. Dude, go to McCarran Park. It's where Fred again and Fortet made one of their songs. At McCarran Park? Yeah. I don't go to McCarran Park. It's usually too crowded and bougie. and. This is why if you go during the day on a Tuesday, you might be in the clear. Yeah. Because sometimes you go and it's fucking empty and it's cool. On the weekends, it's fucked. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, did you see the mail at gmail.com is our email? Send us all your thoughts. We're also on Instagram in the DMs too. Um, I... We got to talk about this next episode, but I want to buy vending machines. Oh, gosh. We got a lot of engagement on that and a lot of potential investors. I didn't see what you posted. You posted about vending machines? Oh, dude. I posted like 12 stories on the Adventure Guy account about (laughs) vending machines. It got got tons of engagement. I actually made on the Adventure Guy's Instagram like a highlight, a story highlight for vending machines. So you can just view it all in there. You you texted me out of the blue about... You want to buy a vending machine? I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was in a rehearsal uh, with everyone who knows you. Like yeah. Nick Harvey says, he wants to buy a vending machine, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea, actually." <laughs> the, the the stop the presses crew. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. I love that they were in on it. Oh man, just friends. Um, sweet. Oh, if you want to do that too, you can find us online. Anything you want to add, Eric? Nope. I think we're done. This episode wasn't great. It was just a middle of the road adventure guys episode. Should we listen to the gem apple song from, uh, uh, grace and chance. Remember, remember we found that grace, last grace and Gilmore. Yeah, there it is. Um, play us out. Grayson. Yeah. Play us out. Grayson. Here it is. Gem apple. John. I forget that this sounded like, but I actually remember just liking it. <laughs> you hate this, don't you? Uh, no, I love this music. Oh, I, yeah, lo- yeah. I love this album. <laughs> I just don't know why we're doing it. <laughs> it's a callback <laughs> to the Gem Apple episode. Because they're connected. Kind of sounds like John Bryan. Um, also, just a reminder to go down your neighborhood YouTube rabbit hole once in a while. I got an eye roll on that. Uh, I'm trying to close this thing up. Uh, love and peace to the world. Um, <laughs> I want to thank my mom, <laughs> the Academy. Uh, thank you for having me as always. Never thought I'd be here. Peace out, y'all. Oh, there you go. That's what it is. <laughs>